Alright, so welcome back to episode number six of the Friday Physio Confession Podcast. Now, I finally hunted Joe Baxter down <laughs> to come on as guest on this episode. She's done ghosting me and I had to ask her mother to please make her come. My mum's actually here visiting. Funny you should say that. She's actually just arrived on the train. Yeah, I know. Well, I could, I could, yeah, sure, I could. I should get her in, actually, shouldn't I? Yeah. You probably should at mm. some point. But either way, Joe, Joe Baxter is a, is a physio I got to know on the, uh, on the big Twitter. And I've gotten to know you as well through the Physio Giving Well group. And we talked a lot. And the main reason why I like Joe so much is that, well, first of all, she's funny. And that's, I like people that's funny. And she thinks I'm a DILF. So that, how's that going? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I, I vocalized something that wasn't actually my idea, Martin. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I put it out there, but it, it wasn't my, uh, wasn't my brainchild, that one. I just um, popularized it for you. Just put it out there. Mm-hmm. So you're you're welcome, but it wasn't. Uh, Do you want an engine with that also? <laughs> you just want to keep rowing. <laughs> just keep going with it. Yeah, whatever. So either way, Joe, thank mm. you for coming. So I and I see you have a beer with you. I have a beer with oh. me as well, and we're finally on. Now, are you ready to confess to the forefathers of failures? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, Let, let's start with the introduction. Oh, introduce myself. Who are you? Myself. What Who does you do? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, so, yeah, my name's Joe Baxter. I'm a, I say a physio, sort of. Um, I am a physio, but I don't actually see patients anymore, so I feel a little bit fraudulent coming on your podcast here so i uh, yeah that will be all we'll thank you and we'll see you for episode seven of no that's okay joe oh yeah sorry about that um so yeah i've got a non-clinical role so i manage um and we lost joe so get involved in all kinds of fun cpd stuff which including doing our own kind of categories on um in our service which has been quite quite fun um i've been writing some stuff some kind of blog style stuff um doing like some supervision sessions different yeah just get to do some fun stuff i guess that you don't get to do so much in clinic um so yeah that's that's what that's what i'm doing hmm. brilliant but uh we lost the sound on the first minute there so oh oh for god's sake yeah but do I have to do it, again? it sounded sounded amazing yeah it's amazing yeah All yeah good. So you're perfect in your role. You never do any mistakes, and Ooh. you just, nope. yeah, 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 okay. all all perfect, basically. Yeah. Pick all up perfect. on other people's mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and how is that picking up? Because that I'm imagining that would be something you've done in your role. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 you do, yeah. So, uh, complaints. So, when somebody's had a complaint made against them, and we have to investigate, see what's gone on. Um, and then, yeah, if if it's something that we kind of upheld and go, yeah, hold your hands up, then it's kind of something you have to approach the physio 
with um obviously we do audit so we because it's a telephone triage service we we hear the calls so it's not just your notes so your notes can look amazing but we actually hear the interactions with the patients from the physios which is no you don't yeah yeah yeah. if i was being recorded with my patient i would be sued wow wow that's not that's what you're saying yeah so it's um stuff yeah, stuff, things and stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I love it when you hear kids in the background, dogs going, all kinds of like, yeah, the door's gone. You're getting, you know, taking a delivery, all kinds of um, different stuff. Because a lot of our physios obviously work from home when they're doing this kind of stuff. So you get a real insight into people's, um, yeah, goings on yeah. in there in their house but yeah so we listen to the the patient interaction and we get the notes to kind of audit them so there's kind of nowhere to hide really oh wow so you're 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 basically the the omnipotent sort of like you're the evil evil queen of this game yeah yeah okay so so okay we all want to know what's the worst you've audited but but Let's say, what's the most common thing you audit? What, like, bad thing? Yeah, a bad thing. What's the most common complaint against physios? Do you know what? We have very, very, very few complaints. I will say that from our our service. We have very, very few. But to be fair, the most common one is, um, like, lack of empathy, lack of kind of caring. It's the the kind of soft skills. It's, It's very, very rarely anything clinical or anything like, you know, they told me the wrong thing or I've gone down the wrong pathway. It's been, I just didn't feel listened to or, yeah, generally that's what it is. I didn't feel listened to is kind of the key, the key one. Key thing, yeah. Mm. So not, and that's good because there's nothing, so the most common one is not about getting the specific, the right diagnosis is just not being listened to. Not being listened to is definitely the key one because, I mean, for for us, we're a triage service, so we're not necessarily um, managing that person. You're kind of putting them on the right pathway in front of the right sort of person. So what we kind of say in terms of a, a clinical impression, I suppose, doesn't hold a massive amount of weight. That person on the other end of the phone just wants to get in front of the right practitioner yeah. or just kind of get put on the right uh, the right pathway and sometimes they're doing this call quite begrudgingly because they kind of see you as an obstacle to kind of getting where they want to be but yeah not having their kind of story listened to um is, is definitely been the biggest biggest complaint area and that's the hardest one to kind of defend because you listen and go yeah I agree with you actually yeah that person <laughs> didn't <laughs> um yeah that's uh that's right yeah he and she was a or yeah, here's some here's some vouchers. Sorry about that. Yeah, was yeah, mm. and well, that that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so it goes mm. on, and you see it in everyday life. This is what you audit, and the most common problem is. And if we didn't have the call to listen to, you know, from your notes, you you can't get that impression at all. You can't get the impression of, um, yeah, was someone listened to just from what you wrote down in your notes? So the fact that we've got the calls, you can you can get that across. So. It's yeah. a tough service. We have a really high bar for our, our kind of audits. And, you know, the vast, vast majority of our physios do amazingly and they have amazing conversations. But when it doesn't go well, it, it doesn't go well. <laughs> have you listened in on any really bad ones? Yes. Yeah. 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 We, I also, um, 
look after our uh, so Nuffield Health has a, a charitable flagship program that um, manages patients with long COVID. Uh, so it kind of, you know, those sorts of calls get very emotive. So our physios mm. triage people with long COVID onto our kind of rehab program. Yeah. Uh, and you do hear some really horrible shit. Like people have been through, oh, you know, really, really awful times, gone through really, really kind of awful things. Um but uh, but but yeah, sometimes I think you're too busy trying to think of what you want to ask next, and you're mm. so wrapped up in I don't want to miss anything, I don't want to fuck this up, I can't miss this one thing, I've got to go through this, and you forget to listen to the person and their answers, and you forget to respond to what they're saying. Yeah. Um. So especially something that I'm dealing with at the moment, it's just been that lack of that human response to what that person's saying, like just saying, "Oh shit." thanks for telling me that it sounds like you're having a really hard time but you can hear their cogs going like what have I got to ask next what can't I miss what have I got to do and um and you just need to take a minute just to go wow that's been really tough for you thanks for telling me that and do you want to tell me a bit more about that and that's yeah yeah very very rarely but sometimes that's what's missing because there's just too much thinking going on from the physio yeah, and exactly. I had one, actually had one Friday physio confession going. Sometimes I'm so preoccupied by trying to listen, I actually forget to listen. Yeah. And so it reminds me of that. Okay, so you obviously have some bad ones. And bad what? Since I, a bad audits. And since, oh, you know, I already asked you and you went around the answer so well let, let's go another way that don't, don't don't doesn't put you in a bad corner or anything what was the most insane one meaning type of why are you complaining about this most insane complaint oh um uh i've had <laughs> i've had i've had more of an insane person uh rather than less well no the complaint probably was the complaint was probably insane I don't know just somebody complaining that their their appointment time got missed or something like that and then they were just wanted sort of like hundreds of pounds of compensation for the sessions that they'd missed so they like was they were like tallying up how many sessions that they had missed and what we were charging their insurance company for it and they wanted that money back to them for it Oh, it was really, okay, yeah. yeah, really, really bizarre. And um, but they were complaining about their um, their fatigue and their tiredness and all this kind of stuff. But then ranting on the phone to me for an hour when I was trying to get off the phone to try and <laughs> help them not be so fatigued, <laughs> and how it was making them so stressed to go through this process. And I was like, we don't need to go through this process. I can just book you in again. Like this is all fine and yeah just people working themselves up for literally the sake of working themselves up I think yeah and I think yeah. it's, it's really hard when you're in it because you're just like oh my god just what is going on but I think again it comes down to people's distress wanting to be recognized and listened to and if they yeah. don't feel like it is then they you know can sometimes like escalate a little bit comes back to the most common complaint isn't it being mm. listened to but i actually had this week i already got three complaints and you know i work in private practice so i get mm. complaints are directed at me 
mm. off me. And one and of your head of complaints was, as well, right? <laughs> yeah. That, well, I usually don't get many complaints. You know, that's a, a little bit of a bribe, but I don't. And But this mm. week has just been bombarding with complaints. And I say bombarded because I get one complaint every two months, and now I've got three in one day. And one complaint was mm. actually well-founded because I didn't – I hadn't prioritized, prioritized, right? And I had forgotten someone and this should have been prioritized. That's my job, you know, setting the, yeah. the list, who to see first and what to do first. And so I actually just said, yeah, I fucked up because of time, because of stress, and it should have been prioritized higher. And I'll, I'll fix that. So that relationship is all good and solid now. But then I got one complaint that I had to... So I had someone asking me for an appointment. And I gave out five or... Yeah, four or five different options. Took a couple of days, finally picked one. And then I got sick. So I had to cancel that appointment. And But then again, gave four or five another options Mm. the week after and then I had double booked and because of my prioritizing list uh, I had to you know move that particular appointment and it wasn't like moving it a couple of weeks it was moving it to the next day And I got chewed out because this was unprofessional and she had lost all faith in all physios on this island. Wow. So that was that was not me. And the next complaint oh. was actually on, on closing windows and doors and locking everything in the gym connected to my clinic. Mm. And that wasn't nice. I wasn't nice in my reply, Joe. Mm. So you would probably audit this and pay out some yeah. cash. Give them to, some vouchers. Martin's been yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So you, you didn't close windows, so that meant what? Yeah. So that wasn't a patient complaining then. That was... No, that was... First one was... Uh, two first one was patients. The third one was uh, supervisors of this. The, the, the funny stuff is my clinic in, is in the bottom of a caretaker home. Mm. So on the second floor and the third floor and fourth floor, there's a caretaker home mm. with people living in. Oh, so you stuff. made the old people cold. Yeah, probably. And, oh, and scared. Cold and scared yeah. old people. Okay, you have to uphold that complaint. Everyone gets vouchers now. Exactly, exactly. Mm. But now, okay, so you're in the auditing game now, but before that, you saw patients, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. Hit us with your worst. The worst. <laughs> Come on. The worst, thing I've, the worst thing I've done. Yeah. All right, it's pretty dark. And the worst thing is, at the time, I didn't admit to doing it either. Uh, so this is when I was working on orthopedics. So band five, fairly newly qualified, orthopedic ward, and an old lady wanted a pair of scissors to cut something. I can't remember what it was she wanted to cut, but nice little old lady 
I don't know what she was in for, hip or knee or something like that. So I went and got her a little pair of um, scissors from somewhere. I can't remember what she wanted them for. But anyway, left the scissors with her, toddled off to do the rest of my list, whatever. And then the next, I can't remember if it was like a handover the next day or if it was later that day. I can't remember. But but basically this lady had a psychiatric history and she tried to self-harm with these scissors. And they were trying to figure out who'd left these scissors with this woman. <laughs> and uh, I was oh, like, sorry, sorry. Shit, shit, that's me. That's uh, no harm done. Somebody found it trying to do something with these scissors. There was no harm done. I promise. No old ladies were harmed in this story. But I didn't admit to it. I, I just acted absolutely as, you know, oblivious as everybody else. Like, how did this woman get these? I don't know. How did she get these bloody scissors? Who's the stupid one that left oh, this shit out? Exactly. So I feel bad to admit that I didn't I didn't admit it was me and um, was just like, it shook me because I was just like, holy shit. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's things like that that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the moral of the story is. Don't leave. Don't leave sharp things with patients. You can't trust patients with sharp things. Admit when you fuck something up. I don't know, but that was quite a bad one. <laughs> oh, I just find that amusing. Oh my god. Okay. That- <laughs> but that's not really when you think about it that's not really bad in in a way no. in official no. way that's just not you not knowing prehistory true yeah. uh yeah i suppose that's not too i mean obviously like treating the wrong side i mean everyone's done that like a thousand yeah, times yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like oh you know and then you say oh i was just just checking yeah uh yeah i've done that done that quite a lot before mm. So nothing else. Come on, you got something else. Joel. I don't know. I didn't, I've, I've not like. I don't know. I've not prepared for this, Martin. I've not. Um, me neither. Like, I know. Well, I know. I know that's kind of the gist. But um, you've not given me a list of. Uh, yeah, I should have like prepared my fuck ups in advance, shouldn't I? And gone right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shouldn't have. When this, I call, this. it's the fuck ups I want. Yeah, he doesn't want any good stories. Get all no, the, no, um, no, 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 no. Get all the bad ones out of the way. Yeah, uh, no case stories. I'm on Matt's back. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I th- there was definitely like dropping of old people, like on on wards. That was as a student when I dropped dropped an old lady. But I think we called it a controlled descent to the floor. I think that's what we call it. <laughs> and I think that's what prevents the incident from. <laughs> I think that's what we put in the. That's what we put in the notes. <laughs> I, think, I think if there's enough pillows and it's um, in a gentle manner, it's a controlled descent to the floor. <laughs> oh, I need a breather. <laughs> controlled descent to the floor. Yeah, that's a good one. That's what you write in the reports. Exactly. And, and then, then, then you audit the tapes from the. Uh, and then it's a good uh, practice. Oh, now let's practice getting up off the floor because that's what you do before people go home, isn't it? You practice getting up off the floor. So, so then it allowed that opportunity to practice that valuable rehab skill of getting off the floor. Uh, so yeah, there was there was that one as a student. That was fun. 
That was from a <laughs> student. All right. So yeah. So you got well, Alistair Beverly was a uh, guest here on on Podtree, and he readily confessed to still feeling that that numbness that that do I know everything do I do I'm, um, am I capable of doing this will I get something wrong mm. still in this game but now you're out of the game but how is exactly. the journey yeah exactly now I'm out of it it's like woof don't have that responsibility instead people call me with their most complex hardest stuff uh so it's kind of harder but then the call's not on me you just reflect it back well what do you think and then the more you just keep doing that until they're like oh I think I should do this then you go yeah and then kind of um and then yeah just kind of carry on um so the yeah so I guess the the journey before that is um is is it's so up and down I remember graduating and qualifying and doing my first MSK placement yeah, and you think you know everything. You think you're the shit. You think you know everything. You think yeah, you're gonna say the word. Yeah, yeah. It's and I remember treating this lady, and she'd had back pain, like classic one, back pain for like twenty years, and she'd had would list all the treatments, all the consultants, everything she'd had. And do you know what? I found this trigger point that was her pain, and I pressed this oh. trigger point, and she felt better. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so good. Like. No one else has found this magic trigger point. I've just found it, and I'm going to treat her and cure her. Aren't I amazing? Yeah. And um, it worked for a couple of weeks, and then it stopped working, and everything came back, and then it was like, oh, oh, shit, really? Okay, I haven't. I just remember that woman really clearly thinking, oh, my God, how's no one else found this? And I have. Aren't I brilliant? Um, and it was very much like that early on. You'd kind of do this stuff and go, oh, yeah, I've, like, fixed that, and then – oh no actually actually yeah. I really really haven't and then you suddenly go oh damn but it feels good doesn't it it feels really good to give that couple of couple of days or that week or that two weeks it feels really good when people come back and say oh that really sorted and it was out. just the response of the woman she was like oh thank goodness like someone's yeah. been able to help me and then you're like oh yes then you feel amazing because yeah. they like feel really good and they've got trust in you and then yeah. yeah, you can see and how that around, side yeah. of it can be quite like addictive and can be quite why people carry on down that path and kind of close off to, oh, maybe this stuff's a bit more complex than I realised and maybe yeah. it's not yeah, just definitely. finding this magic bullet. And then the it's more- so intoxicating, isn't it? To just have mm. that fix and be able to blame that the fix not working mm. on. I- on a patient. Let's see. Yeah. Let's uh Joe, I'm getting <clears throat> oh. oh what? Hey, baby girl, can you fill this up as well? What? Where's my magic beer button? Seriously? Uh, Jeez. Why? Jeez. Oh, that's not fair. That's gorgeous. Yeah. But it really does feel good to have a solution to a problem. Mm. And you know. My still confession is that sometimes I do fucking trigger points. I do them because I, you know, I meet with the patient and understand all that stuff around and just have these expectations that I find I can't, I can't go around. I can't, I can't, uh, there's no in game. There's no, no entering. There's no, uh, no sort of doing this and building a report. 
unless mm. I do this. Mm. But now, instead of thinking I'm fixing something, I'm just like, you asked for it, so mm. I'm going to press a little bit harder. Does this hurt? Yes, yes, yes. Tell me when it stops to hurt. Mm. And they say yes now. And I push harder. Yeah. And I get to repeat that. <laughs> Turn the screw a little bit. Yeah. Keep yeah. it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, it's Somewhere, hard. I, yeah. I used to work in a clinic that was like a bit of a, I don't know, it was like a bit of a cult. So the woman, she hired all kinds of crazy practitioners. So like kinesio, blah, 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 mm. kinesio, there was like a, like even like a, a color therapist, color something. I don't know. And uh, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, but she had us all working in these little rooms and they had to be dark and you had to have music and out of the bottom of her door, you'd see smoke coming out. Like it was proper, like going into like a little kind of cave. And she used to see people, she was a physio for like about an hour and a half in her dark, smoky, weird music room. And they'd come out like they'd had some kind of like religious experience. They'd come out all like wide eyed, not knowing where they were, just like, oh, like this. And and people absolutely loved it. They, you know, she had this again, like a kind of like religious cult. She had this like core group of people that would kind of come for the experience mm. and for and yeah she had all these kind of weird practitioners and she kind of wanted everyone to be of a similar um kind of way and after a while of of that weirdness and also her not paying me I was like oh sod this I'm out <laughs> but um <laughs> it was mostly her the not paying me business that was the <laughs> that, was, yeah. that, was the, that was the dodgy side of it but um but imagine being people that person, loved right? it. Yeah, they yeah. loved it. They loved it. And there's definitely like I wouldn't say that's physio, obviously, but um yeah, people but just that's loved it. that that kind of extra dimension to it all. You know, that, that the need for people or, or yeah, for people generally to have this experience of there's something extra that we can't yeah. see and we can't explain. And you know, so some of my forefathers uh we discovered actually was sent from so i'm part sami means i'm part of the indigenous people of the the north yeah. uh i don't it's not important but anyway so 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 i accidentally told someone that my grandfather was a bit fought himself a bit of a healer and shaman you know, evil yeah. spirits and lay your hands on my dick and I, you know, <laughs> the whole shebang. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. I thought it as a joke and me and the patient had a little laugh about it. And a week later, I got this call and a patient in that, yeah, I heard you, I heard you have special powers <laughs> in your family. So just, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Just, just, just use them. Mm. So what the hell? People are always wanting that little bit of extra, don't they? Mm. That, little, that magic button, that just missing piece, that it's a little bit of magic in it. Do I you advertise that on your website? Is that part of your... Yeah, of course, alongside yeah. with Waikiki Healing and, yeah. you know... Uh, got, it, got it all in there. I, yeah, I do this special groin massage for, you know, younger yeah. men. 
yeah. the male, but they have to have a BMI on uh, under 25. And yeah. uh, so this need to be specific but with these kind of things, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you don't just want anyone rocking up, do they? Yeah, so, you know, that's no. not going to be not going to be ideal. It's cold no. in Norway, Martin. Everyone's just wanting a bit of hands, aren't they? It's bloody cold. Yeah, some places are cold, but all I, where I grew up, it's cold mm. and, and sticky. And uh, and uh, but you know, we Norwegians are kind of reserved people as well. We don't mm. we don't look at any, we don't greet anyone on the bus, on the or the tube or anything. We're just like we want that seat next to us empty. Really? Yeah. See, my, my godmother is Norwegian, and she's, like, full of hugs and all sorts. She loves it. Yeah, we love hugs with people mm. we like. Oh, all right. With people Just we know. So it's a different thing. Yeah, with, with strangers, we act like we don't see them, like, we don't hear them. Don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. But with fa- friends and family, we're something mm. else. Mm. Entirely. So your godmother is Norwegian. My godmother, yeah, my godmother. So not the blood relative, but my godmother. But she's mm. she's like she's like family. So I grew up with getting lots of Norwegian themes gifts. So I've got like all the all troll stuff books and little troll people and little all sorts. Yeah. Good, got any good knitted sweaters then? No, she's never knitted me anything. No. Yeah, she doesn't like you. No. Oh, That's a dead it. giveaway. She doesn't God like damn you. It. Yeah. Never knitted me anything. Yeah, you're fucked. What a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But, uh, do you know where she's from? Stavanger. Yeah, South Fucks. Yeah. Oh. Southerners. Southerners. Yeah. <sighs> everything. Of... Everything south of the Arctic Circle is Southerners. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just... We don't do it. No. Dead no, to you. No, no. Yeah, dead, dead. <laughs> so there are actually movements of trying to uh, get the north of Norway separated from the rest of Norway. Really? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty serious. It's like, we got, uh, we got the oil, well, some of it, and we got the fish. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> So it's exactly, but it's a it's a big part. You know, half of Norway is actually a, almost above the Arctic Circle. Mm. That's really strange. But either way, that's enough for me. Now, Joe, you just been through a horrifying experience, haven't you? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share us the info. Come on, you. When we invited you on this podcast, we said you could share. And get some sympathy. I forgot about that actually. I forgot about yeah, my uh, my my feeble wrist and uh, my questionable bone density, as uh, yeah. Jack March keeps reminding me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I broke my wrist last month. First thing I've ever broken. I've had a lot of knee surgery, but I've never broken a bone. Yeah, I was <laughs> the irony was I was playing in goal to to preserve my uh, my feeble decrepit knee. So I was playing in goal half the game and um, yeah, it was a tight game playing the team like near the top of the league. So I was really determined to win. We were one nil down. This woman with thighs the size of, I don't know, Thor himself took a shot and I just, just like put my puny 
my puny left arm out to stop it and it uh, it shattered my bone (laughs) (laughs) crumpled to a heap on the floor and uh, my kids were there and um watching as I'm watching my my demise yeah it was one of those ones where you go I'm sure it's fine I'm sure it's fine I'm sure it's fine I don't want to look at it or move it or touch it or do anything but I'm sure it's just fine and um when it got to the end of the game when I still didn't want to move or do anything it was like oh fuck um I just got new goalie gloves but we had to cut them off so I was really sad about that (laughs) It's really sad. Really nice gloves. Got them in the sale. They were quite expensive. I was really sad to have to cut them, but I was just like, I can't do anything else. So cut the glove. Cut, cut, cut. And then it was one of those, oh, do you look? Do you look? It was like, I don't want to look. So there's another um, physio on my team. So I was like, babe, come here, come here, come here, come here. So we peeled it back and the razors went, nope, just nope. And then, um, yeah, off to Aene. Yeah, it, it, was, it was kind of a, a wiggly, non-normal shape yeah but um yeah so it was um yeah off to any but it was it was great material for my i've been writing a blog for our triage physios it's kind of like a reflection from tom and rob ces um clinicians handbook so i've been kind of doing like a kind of blog style reflection on that and um i was up to the last kind of um last episode of that that I was writing which was kind of about what happens when people get to A&E so I sat there Mm -hmm. going oh my god like holding my two kind of two bits of radius together the best that I could um I kind of sat near the door so I could hear people coming in so I could hear what was wrong with them (laughs) because like if you're going to be sat waiting for a few hours you know you want a bit of entertainment exactly yeah. like I couldn't I'd had my phone but I couldn't do anything because one arm was broke and I was holding my broke arm with my other hand so I didn't have any hands so I couldn't do anything so while I was sat silently sobbing to myself I was like I'll just sit near the door and I'll just kind of hear the shit that comes in and it made um it made great material for my last um blog so, so is this a blog for everyone or just your team no it's not for everyone Martin it's not for everyone um it could be for everyone. Yeah. In fact, I said to Tom, like, can I share it? And he said, yes. And I said, how do I do that? And he said, well, you'd have to, like, start a newsletter or something. I was like, oh, I don't want the pressure of doing that yeah. shit every week. That's like, oh, yeah. I don't want the pressure of that content. Um, I've, I made it quite specific to our service, but it is quite general as well. I mean, there's some there's some weird references. I mean, I've, there's 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 pubes. There's Destiny's Child. There's I think there's somebody's nan. There's my angry Irish A and E consultant friend in there. There's there's all kinds of like weird other references. So yeah, other people could read it, I guess. But yeah, although I was quite sad about my wrist, I was like, oh, I'm going to use this. This is going to be some good material. <laughs> So that's where my method blogger, that's when um, someone is like, so oh, you've got to add finally, finally, some good content. Yeah, finally, exactly. I'm... Finally, I'm going to get some likes on Twitter. Oh, can't wait to put this up. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at this. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's always um, there's always some good that comes out of the bad, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's been a really, like, I've never thought about wrist fractures are like bread and butter of physio aren't you like they get better like do a bit of this do a bit of that do a bit of whatever and they get better and you don't really think about it 
Yeah. And it's often older people, isn't it? And um, you don't really think about it. But this has just been so fucking horrible. And, uh, you know, just really interrupted so much of my life, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did have a couple of weeks where I was just feeling really low, just like, oh, my God, just really feeling sorry for myself, really I can't drive, I can't do stuff with the kids, I can't exercise, I can't I can't do anything. And uh yeah, I just got really just fucked off and really low and really, oh, this just you know, this just sucks. Yeah. It really does. I think that I, re- I actually think it was Eric Mira that said it in all yeah. podcasts of some sorts that people don't say, Oh, my knee hurts. They are thinking about what about my trip, my walking trip up that hill that I had planned? What about this? What about that? I got an aunt that has a bad knee. So that's the things that keep spinning. That's the real problem. Mm. Really, that that mm. things you can't do. Yeah. You know? What does it what does it mean to you? It's not the pain. Like the pain was like yeah, it was bad. I sat like sobbing in A&E silently for a short while and they had to sort of manipulate the bone back and whatever else. But like that's that goes, that's fairly short lived. It's the what does this mean to me? It's the we were going to um, to Spain just over a week after. So it was what if I can't go? What if I've got to tell the kids we can't go on holiday? What if, you know, yeah. what if this? What if that? What if? Um, it was it was all that side of it rather than the the pain side of it. Yeah, exactly. And so, did you go to Spain though? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was funny, yeah, in the heat. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I knew I nearly wrote a thread of, um, <laughs> of the best the best things to shove down a cast. Like I'd written a list of all the best things and the reasons why and all the good qualities that they had. So I'd got like a fork, a knife, a glow stick, a chopstick, uh, <laughs> something else. Like I'd kind of got like this list of all these different things. I'd like shoved down my cast, and um, and then I I didn't in the end. But but yeah. Okay, well, what's the top to you then? Glow stick is the top because you've oh. got the flexibility, but you've got the firmness. You see. Yeah. Okay. So you've got you've got both, um, and. Uh, <laughs> I think the problem was we were at an all-inclusive, so I was like shoving the cutlery down my cast, like at this all-inclusive, like you know, after the buffet, and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, other people are seeing me do this and going, oh my god, am I going to get this fork tomorrow? And so I had to kind of stop doing it then. But yeah, oh, the arm of a um, the arm of some sunglasses—that's good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't have the risk of dropping them down your cast either. Because then I saw some people looking and say to me, oh, when my son did that, he dropped this down his cast and then we had to have it taken off and a load of change came. You know, I I was getting all kinds of stories from other people. But, yeah, the arm of your sunglasses because you're not going to lose those down your cast. But otherwise, the top one was was a glow stick. Yeah. Okay. So the the glow stick and the arm of your sunglasses. And Mm. number three? Um, I think knife. You no. you live in you live in dangerously, you know. It's a no. possibly a sharp object. It could slip all the way down there, and then you're in trouble. But satisfaction wise, it's got the firmness to 
do or it. Or you could say, if you know, if you're bleak, outlook in life, you can see that's a win-win situation. Either I get to satisfy my scratch, or I don't yeah. care anymore. Oh, it's it's living on the edge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it's or it's all over, and um, yeah, and and we're done. That's a so, good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that was. So everybody in a te- in a cask, glow sticks. But which glow sticks do you mean? The big ones or the thinner yeah, the ones, ones? The one, the thinner ones, the ones you snap and then they glow. You know those ones yeah, that okay. kids have. Yeah. yeah, just just something like that. Yeah, my kids have got loads of them, so I've packed a load in the case and had them in every bag and had them ready at every every opportunity. Did you snap them when you when you? I used ones that had already been snapped, so I was being, oh, okay, you know, okay. I was being environmental. You know, I was like <laughs> reuse. I wasn't like just snapping one to go down a cast for, you know, you don't need to see. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done with that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mummy's going to yeah. use that for Mommy, later. Exactly, and then the kids yeah. then, when they snap one, they'd give it to me to then have to put down my cast, so they kind of knew the game as well. Yeah. Oh, mm. perfect. Mm. Now I'm okay. Joe, I know you have to go and buy calendars for your kids. Yeah, I do. I've got to buy some chocolate to go in their drawers for tomorrow. Um, yeah. Yeah, otherwise I'm going to be in trouble. You're on that Elf on the Shelf stuff? No, I don't do that. I'm not in for... Um, oh, I've started threatening the kids with Father Christmas. I have started doing it, but I'm not in for telling kids that stuff's watching them. That's just weird like i'm not gonna say things are watching you and things are moving around the house i'll do it like I'll do it. i'm not <laughs> just keep them in line whatever keeps them in line and oh, silence yeah uh, well it's just a lot of effort it's just something else as well to do every night if you're going to move it yeah. and do all the oh look isn't it cute they're in this area like no you've just made a mess for yourself to clear up no yeah. like you, you've lost I actually, twice i had we had I had this discussion with my wife because this is the first year of the Elf on the Shelf, mm. and I was like, "Okay, the premises are he's done something horrible, but it's easy to clean up for us. Mm-hmm. So what can we vacuum, mm-hmm. and what can we just do with a yeah mm. towel? Yeah, so that's the that's the premise. Yeah." something yeah. yeah well then you've got to do it what 24 times like you're gonna run out of ideas by three four days you can't keep that shit up yeah that's what also why i bought a beer calendar mm. oh okay so mm. you do that and then you decide what the elf does yeah, yeah. and then yeah. it's like i don't know and then yeah yeah it's fucked either way isn't it yeah, it is. You just don't start these things, then you don't have to. You don't have to do them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. What did we? Why did we have kids, Joe? Explain to me. I don't know. My first one worked out all right, and then I thought, oh, we'll have another one because we're yeah. such good parents. Oh, because we made the first such a one good one. You. Oh, so perfect. And the second one, what the fuck? Where who? Where did this come yeah. from? Yeah. What? No, this isn't what I ordered. I wanted another one like this one, not. Not this one. Yeah. We was kind of, we had a, I'm just going to say, we had a real for the first one. Oh. Yeah. And you thought, but, we can do better, didn't you? You thought, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why like, give, give us another it can't, go. It can't get worse than this, can it? It can't mm. get worse. So, and we had this, this, this discussion, my wife always wanted, always wanted to, so we compromised. 
you know, I always wanted just one, so we compromised and we got two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And up till now, number two has been just the sweetest, just a sweetheart and everything. And now that that little bit of you know, a little bit oh she's gonna grow into this now. Yeah, and yeah. Just oh, I love them. I love them yeah, to yeah. death. I love yeah, my yeah. kids. But there are days I regret having children. Wowzers. Yeah. Wow, we just got a puppy and that's amusing the children a lot. They've been especially the mad one. Um <laughs> she's one. been mad with the dog. But it has been, no, you can't pull the dog's head. No, you can't, like, yeah. Whatever, oh, we but... got that one. Yeah, stop putting your finger in your, the dog's asshole. Yes, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the bum. You can't touch his bum. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, And it's a boy dog. It's like, what's that thing? That's its penis. You can't touch yeah. its penis. Um, yeah. yeah, so anatomy's come up quite a lot with the dog. But it has like amuse them a lot it has kept them busy and yeah stop them being knobs a lot more so yeah get um get get a puppy yeah i got a dog a big dog no you have to get a little puppy yeah i know the big, dog is, the big dog is running away he's he's afraid mm. of the children now yeah because Silva, yeah. my eldest just tried to put her finger up his ass so he ran away from that and yeah Vilia, my second is just she feeds him but she's scared of him and he understands that so he just i'm off mm. fuck this i'm off and yeah so but on the bottom line don't get kids guys listening uh, to this just don't get kids joe you you fucking agree you know you agree just Nod your head and say yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you love them. You love them. I know you love them. But... Oh, I've got their nativities, their little school plays next week. So that all that, you know, things like yeah. that are, are cute. The little fuckers stop doing things, right? Living mm. their own lives and mm. and you have to be there clapping. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. My oldest is narrator number five. It's like such an important role. <laughs> narrator five and the youngest is flat out refusing to be involved. So, you know. Oh, yeah. So the younger one is your favorite now. I won't be buying the DVDs of those. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a, good, that's a good place to let you off and <laughs> let you buy those calendars. Thanks. And... Yeah. Thanks again for joining us, Joe. No worries. Thanks for having me. Of course, we needed to fill up that lady's spot, you know, <laughs> equal pay and all that. <laughs> that, was a, like, that was a joke. That was a joke. Sure, sure, of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for joining us, Joe. And this has been episode number six of the Friday Physio Confession podcast with special guests, Joe Baxter. And we'll see you next week or sooner than that if i get my plans in order all right here you are